Welcome to the Here's a Deal podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Hannah. And today we are going to be talking about relational community in the church. So today's episode is going to be a little more of an intro episode since it's our first one. Mm -hmm. Um, Both me and Hannah work for Water Springs Church in Idaho Falls um, and thought that this would be a really great outreach um, and to just gain a broader community, I suppose. Absolutely. Within our church. Absolutely. just to have, you know, a couple of younger gals that are able to, to <laughs> right? share to share some biblical insight on um, some hard-hitting topics um, that might not be talked about as much. Exactly. And just kind of like bringing the light into the darkness mm-hmm. in the world, um, especially through social media and just uh, online streaming. That way we can just bring more people in. So, yeah, that's kind of we're here for yeah I mean there's a lot of you know negative influences absolutely online and on social media um and I think you know me and Hannah both agree that it can be a great mission field Mm -hmm. to be able to share that light on social media and to be posting those you know even if it's not just straight up biblical content just posting positive things with good morals from the bible absolutely so yeah so (laughs) we're new to this whole podcasting thing (laughs) um but me and hannah met we actually became friends not too long ago we became better friends when i started working at water springs like two months ago right um so i'm the creative director at water springs so i do i do social media right um and film and stuff and then hannah is our communication specialist so that is the official title is communication specialist uh it's a little bit jumbled together with different things, but yeah, communication specialist is the quote-unquote title. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we do have our Instagram, so you can go ahead and follow us there if you'd like to. It's here's the deal pod, because um, all the other ones are taken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so feel free to message us or comment on our posts there. We'd love to hear your input, and if you have topics you, that you'd like us to talk about, um, or if you'd just like to know more about us, we're very excited to get to know a broader community. Even if you aren't even in the Idaho Falls area, we'd love to get to know you and have you be a part of the Here's the Deal community. We're super excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Hannah, how was your weekend? It was good. It was exhausting. We went to the Chuckers game, and so that was fun. They lost, oh, unfortunately. They, I didn't pay attention to the score. <laughs> I... I felt so dumb when we were watching it because I couldn't understand what I couldn't understand the scoreboard like at all and everybody was making fun of me for it and then I finally by the end of the game I understood how to read the board and I was like <laughs> oh they lost and they were like yes they've they've been losing this entire time and I was like oh so it wasn't 120 to to 9 it was they 9 to really, 3 really <laughs> But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And so, yeah. I go to, you know, sports games for social. Well, and you also, you went fishing this weekend, didn't you? I went fishing this weekend. I went fishing for four hours and caught nothing. That's Um, okay. And I used my old, I haven't been fishing in like seven years, but I used my old little cheddar marshmallow (laughs) and worms, but it did not work. I'm telling you, you need to try a little bit of worm and a piece of sweet corn. Okay. It works. And I, yeah, I 
used to go fishing all the time with my brothers and I didn't catch a single fish until I moved out here to Idaho and I went fishing and I caught my first fish. It was a sucker fish. But then But it was a fish. It was a fish and it was a huge it was a really big fish. Yeah. And so you gotta use a little bit of sweet corn and a worm. So any of you fishers out there? Oh yeah. Hannah's tip of the day. <laughs> <laughs> There's my tip for you. Oh. Well, Abby, when it comes to relational community in mm-hmm. the church, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Um, I mean, for me, I think of how the church should be like a family. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all a part of the body of Christ. Yeah. And, you know, family does have difficulty, right. as any relationship does, but there should still be that, that love and connection and intentionality right. within those relationships, even if it's just someone you just meet, you know, we're still brothers and sisters in Christ, we should still have that love and care for them. And even even if they're not a part of the body of Christ, we're called as a child of God to love them and invite them into our community. Absolutely. You know, I think when I think of relational community, or at least when we were thinking about bringing up this topic, a big a big thing that made us go to this topic was that there is a lot of brokenness in the church Mm -hmm. as a whole and people have lost the ability sorry people have lost the ability to open up to one another and just like you said it's like a family and when you build up walls that you can't let people in that you can't open up about the things you're struggling with then you don't have a relational community you don't have somebody you could just open up to Mm -hmm. about the things you're struggling with and that's extremely important And that's, you know, vulnerability is a very difficult thing. And a lot of people don't necessarily think, oh, well, I need to have vulnerability even with just friends or whatnot. You don't have to be super, super vulnerable necessarily, but you do have to have that level of breaking down walls to be open to talk about things. And, you know, part of being a family, you don't necessarily have to just tell your whole woes and all that to anybody that you pass by. Um, There's definitely boundaries, but you still shouldn't shy away from if there is someone that you're close with or wanting to grow in relationship with sharing things that you're going through Mm -hmm. um, and building up those relationships to make them stronger and know they're not going to be perfect. Um, Nothing is, but you know, they're still gonna, they're still going to grow and get better in that aspect. The more that you're willing to open up. Right. Well, and I think it's important to know that it takes time Mm -hmm. to build relationships, um, especially in the church. I know that like whenever I, when I moved out here and we started coming to Water Springs, we actually, my family, we were listening to Water Springs for a year online because we moved during COVID. Mm -hmm. And so we were listening to Water Springs online. And when we moved out here, we started coming to church. We literally came the weekend we moved out here, um, I didn't have like all my clothes like I had we washed clothes and then went like it was I didn't have anything (laughs) unpacked or anything um but when we came it was it was like a family Mm -hmm. as soon as we walked in and that's important for the church is that you shouldn't ever walk into a church and not feel welcome Mm -hmm. ever yeah at all um but I think unfortunately that does happen sometimes so it's it really does I think a good little check for everyone, I mean, including myself on, am I keeping my eye out on people that are potentially new or even not new that have been here for a while, but am I paying attention to what people might need or if someone is looking like they need someone to even say hello to them. Mm-hmm. Just checking in with people and making mm-hmm. sure that your eyes are opened just to kind of see and putting yourself out there. I know for me, 
I personally didn't like doing that. <laughs> um, it was very hard for me to put myself out there to just walk up to somebody and introduce myself to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has gotten easier, and that's that's the part of having a relational community. It's a community where you get to get to know somebody and have a relationship and friendship and build that family bond, mm-hmm. um, which it is missing. Yeah. And I think is what we're also trying to um, get through this podcast is to kind of bring up some topics to kind of let people know that they're heard and that we want to make things relational for them yeah and there are hard topics oh yeah that we're gonna be talking about in future podcasts but they're topics that need to be need to be talked about and Mm -hmm. people have that have experienced those things their voices are important and their experiences are important um and they should be you know acknowledged and talked about in a direction that's grounded biblically absolutely um so yeah one thing that um (laughs) i have regarding this is that you know we're all a part of the body of christ and i think that you know we see division within individual churches but we all see division um churches versus churches oh yeah um big time and you know there we're all a part of the body of christ it doesn't matter if you know, I've had friends that have gone to another church, but it's just because the season of life that they're in now, it worked better for them, you know, location-wise to their home or right. with their kids or whatnot. Um, and that doesn't mean at all that they've turned their back on their previous church or the previous congregation, but I think sometimes that it can come across as offensive to the mm-hmm. previous congregation. Right. Um, and, you know, we need to have grace in every situation and people, you know change directions and it's not a negative thing when they leave one church to go to another Mm -hmm. because we're all still a part of the body of Christ we still should love them and it shouldn't it shouldn't be that divide you know Mm -hmm. well and I think it's also it's important to remember that like even if you do if you do go to another church because the fact of the matter is that it does happen Mm -hmm. and if you do leave one church and there are people that are upset that you've left, you know, I think it's easy for people to isolate themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, that is not good because it's it's not good for man to be alone. It, it's no. not good for isolation. We're designed for fellowship and to be with people. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, it's important that even it's it's really hard. But even when you're in that position of feeling that you're alone, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, there is hope for the hopeless. And sometimes I think that it's it's easy to feel that you're that you're alone. Mm-hmm. That you don't have anyone, especially when it feels like everybody's turned their back on you. Yeah. Um, and it is important to know that, you know, there is hope for you out there. And all you have to sometimes it just means you have to put yourself out there. And it is hard. Yeah. And I think, you know, there will be rejection, mm-hmm. but you have to keep coming back. Yeah. Well, and also, you know, again, like I said before, not every relationship is perfect. And if you have a friendship within the church or something and it doesn't go well or or whatnot, then that's not, you shouldn't blame it on the church. Mm-hmm. You know, some people you just don't click with or, you know, that can just be a friendship that you step away from and that's not necessarily a bad thing and that doesn't mean you have to hold anything against that person. Mm -hmm. Um, But it does take time to find your close-knit community sometimes. Right. Even though the entire church should be a family, but Mm -hmm. you still have those closer family members in your own personal life. Right. Um, And, you know, I moved here five years ago and I knew no one in Idaho. (laughs) Um, Same. (laughs) And then I had... I was asking at the welcome desk um, 
you know, if they had a young adults group or anything. And Nicole Fisher comes marching up to me <laughs> and was like, you want to come into the young adults group? We're having Thanksgiving this week. Come on. <laughs> and so she was just so, so welcoming. And she was my first friend here and we're still good friends. Um, but, like, you know, that's the I always think of her when I think of people that are really just wonderful at making that community because right. she's just, you know, she's not doesn't always naturally come to her. Mm hmm. But she is so, so good at being so intentional at making sure everyone is welcome and brought in. And, you know, just because, you know, we work for Water Springs and this is a Water Springs podcast, but this is not just for Water Springs congregation. Right. This is for absolutely anybody. And hopefully, hopefully a lot of people right. will right. appreciate this and that it'll be able to, you know, touch people in a way that you know, hopefully will be beneficial and positive to them that will create a wider Christian community Mm -hmm. within this area. Well, and also when you're going to church, it's not just you go to church, you listen to the sermon, you Mm -hmm. worship and you go home. No, it's when you go to church, there should be fellowship. You should Mm be breaking of bread. You should be praying with your friends. You should be uplifting one another. And, you know, especially Water Springs is is a very big Calvary Chapel church. And so it's important that you get plugged into groups Mm -hmm. so that you can create those close-knit communities. And there are different types of groups. There's small groups. um, There's home groups. um, There is ministry opportunities. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like... It is also our thrift store and coffee shop are super awesome. Just yeah. throwing that so out there. So if you're there. in the Hino Falls area, <laughs> shout out to Water Springs Thrift and Greenhouse Coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but, but anyway. I mean, even if you're not in, you know, even if you're not in a church community or whatnot, you can still be intentional in mm-hmm. finding those other Christians to fellowship with. Even if you only have one or two Christian friends, Yeah, you know, being intentional in that time to spend time with them. And it can be if you're in a season in between you know, communities, or if you're in an area that you just don't really feel like you have a Christian community. Um, like I know big cities are really sometimes difficult to find mm-hmm. a very intentional community because you do have a lot of those very, very large churches. Right. But sometimes even when you have so many people, you can still feel very lonely because right. it's so busy and it's hard to find those, you know, intentional times. Exactly. And I think just, you know, being patient and knowing that the Lord is faithful and he will you know, bring you that community at a certain time. I mean, I've been through a season that was, you know, about a year or so mm-hmm. where I was really struggling finding an intentional community. And I was, you know, wondering, you know, is this, you know, time to move? Is it, <laughs> <laughs> what do I need to do? Um, but, you know, the Lord was super, super faithful. And even though mm-hmm. it, it took a while for me to find um, those really close-knit friends and right. a really solid community, it's so, so good, you know, once it, once the Lord brings that to you, but you do sometimes have to be patient and know that, you know, you got to just sometimes wait it out a little bit and mm-hmm. keep looking for it and keep being intentional in your walk and growing in your personal walk with the Lord. But knowing that, you know, you're going to find that community and you're going to find those people at some point. Well, and also the Lord will bring you to the things that you need to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can be hard in the midst of, say you're in the midst of a storm and you feel extremely alone. God's going to bring you through it no mm-hmm. matter what. And it can feel like there's no hope that if you feel that like, why, why am I even here right now? Mm-hmm. You can almost feel like you want to run away. Um, that can be, that can be really, really hard. I know that like when I first moved, um, Water Springs felt like like 
a family when I first started coming. Mm-hmm. However, I wasn't getting plugged into groups. Yeah. And so that that family only lasts for so long until you start getting plugged into those mm-hmm. groups because it's important as Christians, it's important to be going to church and to be listening to the word and to be worshiping. But at the same time, it's also, it's so important to be in fellowship with one another. Yeah, And I think that's why when everything was shut down originally, that was really hard for people because I mean for me I got comfortable staying at home Mm -hmm. I got comfortable just doing homework (laughs) not not going out just live stream you know yeah super easy but at the same time we can't get lazy in our walk with Christ it's it's a daily walk and it's a daily battle and you have to take up your cross each and every single day Mm -hmm. and sometimes that means that you're not going to sleep in and just listen to church online (laughs) yeah (laughs) it means that you're gonna get up and you're gonna go to church um and you're gonna worship and you're gonna spend that time with the lord yeah and you you know you might be one of those like me that walks in 10 minutes late sometimes but you make the effort to get there (laughs) (laughs) at least you're there (laughs) sometimes you know might make you a little bit late but you you, it is that intentionality to get there even though it's hard sometimes Mm -hmm. to roll out of bed on a sunday morning you know have your coffee enjoy it but (laughs) (laughs) leave time to do that before church (laughs) right yeah but I mean I'm not saying that that live streaming is bad I love that we have it and I think that it's also being able to to have live streaming available for those that are sick those that actually physically can't even come to church Mm -hmm. Um, I love being able to have that because we can still communicate and get the word out there and again that's bringing it back to our goal is we're trying to bring the light into the darkness of this world um and it's that has been huge through social media Mm -hmm. and so being able to shine a little bit even if it's just a little bit um I mean there's spiritual warfare all the time live stream wasn't even going up the other day it was it was very stressful but (laughs) we got it to work yeah so that's a big part of Hannah's job on the weekends she what do you do I do the commenting for the live streaming here at water springs um we're we're training new people so that they can start taking over live streaming so it's not just all on myself and Melanie Verhoeven um by the way just shout out to Melanie Verhoeven because she's probably one of my biggest role models um (laughs) but um yeah so I'll do commenting on the weekends for our live streaming and that that way it's not just we're having the services go up um and people just watch our services but that way they can still get that part of having somebody to talk to Mm -hmm. over um over the stream which is like even another even though it's over social media and you know this is over podcasting it's still a community and we you know it's still a connection with other people which I love that Mm -hmm. there can be that light in the darkness of social media um and it is really you know in my mind a mission field Mm -hmm. in its own way because you know, you can be make that intentionality to share Christ over whatever platform that you have. And, right. um, you know, even if it's like I said before, even if it's not just preaching the word or posting Bible <laughs> verses, if you're having, you know, a positive impact online when there's so many negative and harsh and just hateful things that are said, you know, there's so many Facebook arguments that oh, yeah. happen. Oh, yeah. If you just, you know, <laughs> take your own liberty to avoid those arguments. <laughs> so things sim- as simple as that, that's still improving social media and what's, mm-hmm. what content goes on there. Absolutely. You can just, 
I mean, it's a choice. At the end of the day, it is a choice. And sometimes it's like, you know, you can have an opinion about something Mm -hmm. and you can have friends that have different opinions about stuff. That is okay. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you start up an argument and that you unfriend them and that you're just no longer friends with them anymore. You know, it's important to know, like, it's okay to listen to somebody and have a different opinion about something. Mm -hmm. And, And there's, you know... Bible scholars that have different opinions on things, but, you know, they're not a matter of salvation. So is right. it really a divide for issue? Right. It's not a matter of salvation? No. Um, and I also, you know, one of my little points that I have is talking out conflict since we're mm. on the subject. Yeah. You know, communication is key in every relationship, <laughs> even, you know, within the church. Um, and, you know, speaking speaking the truth in love emphasis on love um yeah (laughs) but you know we need to you know hold each other accountable to a certain degree especially if it's another believer Mm -hmm. you know it's it's a good thing to have a loving and careful conversation with them you know you're not going to go up and i'm not gonna say hannah (laughs) (laughs) you might you're being an awful person right now (laughs) no i'm not gonna say that (laughs) no absolutely Um, but you know hey i noticed this do you want to talk through it do you want can I pray for you how can I help you with this or how can we work through this conflict together are we going to agree to just disagree maybe right but it's not gonna be I'm gonna glare at you from across the church when I (laughs) see you because I disagree with you on something or because we had whatever conflict conflict, yeah well and I think it's important that you're just you need to make sure that you're not going to be that person that mm-hmm. just automatically shuts down. You can't you can't react based off of just one feeling. You yeah. can't you can't act on that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to take some time. And you know, Ty's Pastor Ty, he's mentioned this in the past is that you never want to stumble somebody in that walking in their faith mm-hmm. ever. You never want to stumble somebody. And you could be that person to stumble that person in their faith. Mm-hmm. You could be the person for the reason why somebody doesn't come back to church. Mm-hmm. And that's important is like we should be loving one another mm-hmm. no matter what no matter what they're doing no matter what we're to be loving one another mm-hmm. and we're to be there supporting one another um and i mean i feel like that's missing big time and how do you stop it i mean <laughs> yeah you just have to be the person if we could get more people to just stop acting out based mm-hmm. off of a little tiny conflict instead of just talking well, it, it out. It starts with yourself too, because it's mm-hmm. so easy to say, oh, well, if that person was just, you know, if they just changed their attitude, then right. so many things <laughs> would just line right back up and it would be perfect and great. But then you know, go, oh, wait, have I started with my attitude? Yeah. What if I changed mine and, you know, got myself in order right. and was loving and caring to other people? And I think the best way to do that is you should be looking at your relationship with Christ Mm -hmm. because if you're not having a strong relationship with Christ if your relationship with Christ is not intimate and Mm -hmm. you're not spending daily daily time with him then obviously things are gonna it's not gonna stand out if you're not doing what you're supposed to do but if you're leaning if you're pressing into Christ things that you're not supposed to be doing will be standing out to you more Mm -hmm. and that's important because I mean, what what verse is it? It's he who does not love does not know God for God is love, mm-hmm. and that's the thing is like you need to be. And that's a John, pretty strong by statement, the way. Right there. <laughs> I know I will I will find that, but 
it's in John. <laughs> um, we'll put it in the in the comments. <laughs> um, and that's important is that like if you don't if if you don't know God, you actually genuinely cannot love somebody mm-hmm. because God is love. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Well, and I have First um, Thessalonians five nine through eleven. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us, whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as, in fact, you are doing. And I mean, this makes it a point, you know, I think it's a great showing of that, you know, we are called to live for Christ and with Christ. And he is with us, but we also are to encourage one another here on earth and build each other up. And have that fellowship just as we have that fellowship with the Lord. Um, and that, you know, communion in that in that relationship is so important in our relationship with Christ and with others. Because we are called to love God and to right. love others. I'm finding that Bible verse really quick. Hannah's just doing a quick little search here. It's First John 4. <laughs> <laughs> and I quoted it correctly. <laughs> uh, but anyway... Sorry, didn't mean to go on a rant about no, that, but it does. It it comes. It does all come back to love, mm-hmm. and that we should be loving one another and being kind and gentle with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, when you become harsh with somebody, that is going to automatically have them shut down. And right. when people shut down, they're not going to let you. Mm-hmm. They're not going to let whatever you're saying to them actually sink in. Well, especially I feel like you know if we have those conversations with people. We need to check ourselves for pride and mm-hmm. making sure we don't have that level Absolutely. of superiority in our voice because it can be it can be easy to let the flesh creep in and to right. say, oh, well, I'm, you know, I know this and it's so much, <laughs> so much better. <laughs> right. Right. But, you know, none of us are any better than the other. Mm-hmm. We're all, you know, striving to grow in our relationship with the Lord. Right. And if you don't know the Lord, you know, I hope that Christians are not you know, feeling superior to you either. Right. Because we, you know, we're all human and we are called to love one another and we're not called to Bible bash or, right. Or to bring down anyone. Um, we're just, we're called to show the love of the Lord to them. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, Pastor Ty talks a lot about loving up, loving in, loving out and loving now. I I got that one. (laughs) You remembered it that time. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, that's all, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a fun little phrase that we do indeed have on t-shirts, but, um, to those that, to those that don't know what that, what that means, do you want to kind of give them a quick explanation? Yes. I was about to go into that. Perfect. Um, but you know, it's loving up. We have to love the Lord first. Right. Um, that's where, our relationship with others even starts is mm-hmm. we need the we need that relationship with the Lord and you know his word guides us on how to live for him and again no we're not going to be perfect but that is something that we should absolutely be striving to reach every single day um and loving loving in is um what is that <laughs> <laughs> it's isn't it living in the in the community in, in the church community that exactly. we have um but loving in that within that church community that you have and I think that's a really great way to gain that I mean I guess ministry missionary foundation right you yeah, can yeah. say because if you need to start you need to start with noticing those within the church and noticing those people's needs before you you know you need to be able to do that before you just go out on a on a mission field and just say I'm gonna 
reach all these people, but it's because you have a specific job. That's something that we should be living in our everyday life, Absolutely. even with other Christians on, right. okay, that person looks like they could use some prayer. I'm going to go ask them if I can pray for them. Mm-hmm. That person needs help carrying their bags. I'm going to go do that. So love up, love into your community. Loving out is living, loving, um, to the community that's outside of the church, which is, you know, if you're at the grocery store and someone needs help carrying their bags, they might be a part of the Christian community. <laughs> you don't know, but that's, you know, keeping your eye out mm-hmm. for anyone that, that you can love and you can minister to and just, you know, be a help to and, mm-hmm. and be, be a friend to, um, and loving now, you know, there's time, <laughs> we don't have that much time here on earth. It may seem like we do, but time goes by so fast and we need to act on this now and mm-hmm. in our everyday life and every minute of our everyday life um and strive to that strive to that goal to be so intentional with every person we come across you know i had this realization a while back and it it might sound very harsh at first but let me explain it but it was how would you live your life if you knew your death date yeah and when i first heard that i i let that sink in because it was like I know so many people, including Christians, that are like, oh, well, I have time. Mm -hmm. I will figure it out when I want, or it doesn't apply now, or when Jesus comes back, I'll fix it then, and I'll I'll repent then, and it's like, but he could come back today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I mean, you really don't know how long you have on earth, and how would you be living your life if you knew when you were going to die? Yeah. And you don't know you should be living life as if you don't have tomorrow you should be living life as if you don't have the rest of today and that's important and if we're living life like that you need to be loving people you need to be loving people Mm -hmm. right now right where you're at well and keeping yourself in check to okay if the lord came back right now Mm -hmm. would i be ashamed to be doing what i'm doing right now or not or if i'm driving Um, and somebody cuts me off (laughs) how are you gonna react how are you gonna react well and i think that comes back to you know our job as christians too with it's absolutely not like we don't we don't change people's hearts Hmm. we don't save people but we plant seeds for the lord to change their hearts and for him to bring salvation um and we need to you know be that influence in the world to be sharing the light and sharing the gospel and even if it's a, oh, I just cut off that person and they didn't get angry at me. Why didn't they? Right. You know, it can raise little things like that can raise questions, which can prompt people to look to the word and look to the Lord um, or to ask, you know, conversations to any of us that are out there that might potentially act differently or talk differently. And that's a great way to be planting those seeds. And that, again, is a mission. <laughs> you know, you can find a mission field in about anything you're doing. You know, did you when you were growing up, did you ever have the oh, my gosh. I'm going to regret doing this, but the, the, this little light of mine, that yeah. one, <laughs> that's exactly like, don't hide it under a bushel, people. Don't hide it under a bushel. You can't do that. Yeah. And, you know, don't let Satan, don't not let Satan get in and blow it out. Like, mm-hmm. you need to take control of your own emotions and your actions, and you should be letting that light shine no matter what. Yeah, well, and even though, you know, most people don't pay much attention to little children's hymns, but it does, like, that is such a good... I know, sorry. It is, that. It, is, it is genuinely a good analogy, and, you know, it's I think like a lot of people seeds. people forget how simple things can be sometimes, mm-hmm. and we tend to overcomplicate things. We overcomplicate things in the church all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think really bringing it back to, you know, the simplicity on, yes, there is only one way. But you know what? You just have to, you have to make that choice to follow the Lord mm-hmm. and to accept him as your savior. Yep. 
and know that he, you know, took our punishment that we very much so deserve, but he defeated death and rose again on the third day. And that is a huge thing to be praising for. And I had a teacher in high school, um, who, you know, I went to a Christian school and in his Bible class, he would say that he, you know, really tried to make it a point to preach himself the gospel every single day, Hmm. which has really stuck with me since then on, you know, we take it for granted sometimes. Oh yeah. And that's what, that was his point on. He was like, I take it for granted all the time. I forget how blessed I am that, you know, I don't have to have eternal damnation. I don't have to go to hell. I can go and live in heaven for eternity with the Lord and that blessing that that is. And, you know, I think just reminding yourself of the gospel every single day is a great reminder to live your life for the gospel every single day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We got a little sidetracked from relational community there, but that's okay. I think it all goes back to relational community, though. Yeah. Because, honestly, when it comes to it, when it comes to having a relational community, we should be loving one another mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah. And the thing is, is, the best thing that you could do for somebody, especially somebody hurting and broken, mm-hmm. is that you can love them. Right. And you love them where they're at. Well, and, you know, I think another thing to add on to that is you don't know what's going on in anybody's life. Oh, yes. You know, even if absolutely, you're, even if you're very, very good friends, you might not know every detail right, of their life because some people do keep things very private and there's some things that happen that are incredibly hard to talk about and aren't sometimes talked about till years down the road, which mm-hmm. is an okay thing. But you, you know, you need to have grace with others because you don't, you don't know what's going on in their life. You don't know what might be provoking a certain behavior. And also, you know, just being careful of not talking like, you know, someone else's life, mm-hmm. um, I think is a super big thing. Right. Um, yeah. And just having that that love and grace and mercy that the Lord shows us with other people. Well, also just being sensitive mm-hmm. towards other people when you're talking about hard topics. Yeah. And, you know, through this podcast, we're going to be talking about a lot of hard topics, but it's important to address the hard topics. Yeah. But be sensitive towards them. Right. Because you don't know what people are struggling with. You don't know who are, we don't know who are, what are, listeners are struggling with mm-hmm. you know it's it's important that we are sensitive towards that and that's important in a relational community is that we should we should be seeking to be a relational community um and it is lacking in the church overall mm-hmm. and so by addressing it hopefully bringing more people in because i think it's easy for people to be drawn away from the church because mm-hmm. they think that the church overall hides things right or don't, they don't talk about things because it's hard. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, unfortunately, there is this um, this idea that Christians are these perfect people. And Abby and I are here to explain <laughs> that we are not perfect. We're definitely not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, like we've struggled with our own things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're here to kind of bring the light to some of the darkness stuff that we have gone through Mm -hmm. and to bring it to the surface and talk about it because it's not talked about enough. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of other people that experience the things that we have or, you know, even things that we haven't. There's so many things Mm -hmm. that happen in this world and and life is very hard. Yeah. And our world is so broken and so dark. Um, But, you know, we thankfully have the Lord Mm -hmm. to bring to bring that light but there's, there's things that we need to talk about and go back to the Bible on, okay, what does the Lord say about this? and Or how do we get through these things right. with the hope of the Lord? Absolutely. 
So we're very, very excited (laughs) to continue on. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, I think that's all I have for relational community. I think that just kind of wraps it up. If you guys have any questions or comments about it, we would love to hear from you guys. Um, So if you want to leave it in the reviews, that would be awesome. We will be checking those. um, And if you want to follow us on Instagram, find us at Here's the Deal Pod. Um, Well, I have... A random fact of the day because a random fact of the day. It's just we're gonna end on a little fun note. I need to find <laughs> it. <laughs> Abby, I love how you always have like just random facts because when we were first talking yeah. about doing this this podcast, Abby has inspired me. <laughs> and I kind of had a little bit of an obsession at first because of how fun it was. And <laughs> she's like, we should just do a random fact, like a fun fact. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I love trivia. And like, I, even in elementary school, I would have random facts. Like in, I think it was third grade, I was learning about Abraham Lincoln. Uh-huh. And I could retell you his entire life story because <laughs> I just thought it was so interesting. Um, so I've always paid attention to those little funsy facts i forgot what your thing what the thing you told me was but i was just like i didn't I know remember. that and it was just it was the funniest thing because i was like what <laughs> and i was like that's so cool and then it just it kind of just piqued my interest because yeah. then i was like what other random facts so are there? <laughs> make sure you listen to the end of the podcast to get all the fun facts um okay so my fun fact i actually learned when i was in costa rica in high school i went on a school science trip mm-hmm. um and we went to this butterfly garden thing, which was also, like, they had a bunch of insects. Um, and so they had a bunch of, like, plants in this room. Was it a pavilion? Had... Like a butterfly pavilion? No. Oh. Um, I don't... That's a thing, I think, right? I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, that's a thing. It was, like, a butterfly... They had little, like, um, what are they? Like, little greenhouses with butterflies in them but then they had this one room <laughs> that had that sounds exactly like plants. a butterfly i don't pavilion. know what a butterfly pavilion is <laughs> it's like a big well now i'm gonna think i'm saying it wrong but okay. i'm pretty sure it's a it's like it's kind of like the zoo but for butterflies <laughs> <laughs> i think okay well this was kind of the costa rican version of that i guess okay <laughs> um but there was a anyway there was a room that had plants that were very specific to all these different bugs. Um, so, the, like, these bugs were free to go to the wild because the doors were open. But they would come hang out in this um, little area. So, there was, like, a Hercules beetle, which was super fun. And we got to hold that. And then they had a jar of asthma beetles that were on asthma, asthma beetles. beetles. Um, and they were on um, these little peanut shells in a jar. And so, we actually <laughs> got to, like, take one out and we each ate an asthma beetle. Oh, <laughs> <Girl>. but <laughs> but my fun fact, which I learned there, oh. is um, yeah, it's just, I thought that was a, the fun fact is that you ate story, a Hannah. beetle. Well, I guess it's a double double fun fact, okay. two for one. Um, <laughs> in Costa Rica, though, the asthma beetle is said to cure asthma when made into tea. So is that where it gets its name? That's where it gets its name. That's so that's cool. my fun fact. It tastes like a black pepper, though, when you eat it. Yeah, (laughs) it tastes like pepper and like yeah like quote-unquote cures asthma if it's made into tea oh if it's made into tea okay yeah Yeah, that's the so is it like spicy i don't i didn't drink i think i didn't drink asthma beetle tea but you said it tastes like a little pepper i i am a big wimp and can't handle spice at all oh really yeah oh no yeah 
Um, a butterfly pavilion, by the way, there is one in Colorado, which is where I'm originally from, huh. which is why I brought it up. It's a zoo, technically. So it is a zoo for butterflies. I think. <laughs> At least that's what <laughs> Google says. Yeah, it's pretty much like a, a zoo, but with anim- but with butterflies. I'm oh. pretty, I'm pretty sure. Well, that's fun. Maybe somebody can leave in the review what a butterfly pavilion. Yeah, is. let us know. <laughs> let us know if you've been to one. So, where it was. <clears throat> um, I have a fun fact, and this is an animal fun fact. And I live on a wannabe farm, <laughs> and I say it's a wannabe farm because we only live on one acre. Um, but we have tons of well, not tons, but we have lots of birds. Um, we have chickens, ducks and turkeys. Um, I also have two pigs. Um, but my fun fact is that roosters, and if you've guys ever heard a rooster crow, it is really, really loud, especially if you're out doing your animal chores <laughs> and you're right next to him. That's what happened to me this oh, morning. I literally, gosh. I was, we have, we have ducks for our listeners to know. And I was cleaning out the duck area today and I was dumping it in the little pile and a rooster crowed and it made me jump. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> no, it is loud yeah. and it's obnoxious. And if you've ever watched, because sometimes when the chickens are still inside of their coop, mm-hmm. I will, I will intentionally wait until he's done crowing, <laughs> oh. because, and I'll just look at him because it is the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. All he does is just like open his mouth and just like noise comes out, and yeah. it's just it's the weirdest thing. But anyway, my fun fact is that roosters prevent themselves from going deaf due to their own loud crowing. They tilt their head backs when they crow, which covers their ear canal completely, serving as a built-in earplug. That's interesting. So their crow literally is so loud that they have to, like, put in their own earplugs so that they don't make themselves go deaf. That's super interesting. So I saw a video a couple weeks ago on Facebook and it was this crow or this rooster crowing and it literally fell backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Um a little thing said that a study showed that their crowing averages over a hundred decibels, which is roughly the same as a running chainsaw. Oh, now wow. that is a fun fact. That is <laughs> a fun fact, <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to our first episode. We so, so hope you enjoyed it and hope you'll come back and listen to another one. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we'll be on Spotify and Apple Music. So find us there. Here's the deal with Hannah and Abby. And then we are on Instagram. I know I've said this like twice before, but here's the deal pod. <laughs> Give us a follow and share you know, Share it. Share. We are trying to bring... Um, the light of christ Mm -hmm. into a world full of darkness and so um if you could just give us a share that would be much appreciated and very helpful tell your friends tell your family yeah and if not you get to hear two fun facts every single week yeah (laughs) worth it (laughs) (laughs) all right so we hope to see you next week and thanks for listening or we yeah we won't see you next week but listen in listen in tune in Tune in next week.